0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news.
1: Now your host,
0: Bert Martinez. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today on the show, Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is an attorney for workers and consumers, just like you and I, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California in 2017, Norm was inducted and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back.
1: Nice to be back, Bert. Pleasure to uh, have another uh, t- chance to talk to you about what, what's going on in this country in terms of management versus labor. And uh, we've talked about this numerous times before. Uh, you know, we live in an adversary system. Um Up until very recently, the Republicans have always represented management and haven't uh, pretended to be pro-labor. Now, uh, with the advent of uh, Trumpism, uh, they have uh, managed to take under their wing the uh, far right end of the labor force and labor uh, group. And so they have this majority made up of uh, management, which is uh, the, the key component of the Republican Party, and the uh, people that continue to vote against their own best interest uh, in, on the labor force. And it's, it's really getting to be uh, not pretty, let's just put it that way. Um, most recently, you can see from the debt ceiling debate, it's probably the uh, most current uh, uh, example of what we're facing. The, uh, in the debt ceiling debate, they, the question is they want to cut um, spending, and which is, is, a, is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the, the government can't go on and spend and spend and spend. and They want to cut spend, spending by doing something with the uh, debt ceiling. In other words, it's going to be raised because we have so much debt. We have $31 trillion in debt and uh, we need more money to pay our bills. But the question is, uh, when are we going to make the turn where we start to not incur additional debt at some point? So now it's a question of what we're going to incur and who's going to be cut, and the lines are, are drawn. Um, on the one hand, the Republicans, they want to cut all of the spending from what's called discretionary spending from all of the uh, programs for people and nothing, uh, no cuts for um, military. And the Democrats want to have it cut across the board. So the issue is how much are you going to cut? The plan is to, over the course of the next year, to freeze spending, which is effectively a cut. Uh, across the board, which would mean it would be a, a 13% reduction uh, across the board for all spending. The, for the, the Republicans propose and the Democrats propose, well, no, can't cut, cut any uh, military spending. So it's 26% for uh, discretionary spending, and that's a number of laws. Um, all of the um, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, across the board, they'd lose um, 26% of their, uh, of their revenues, uh, would be the cut. And I don't, you know, in the, in the Republican budget, the, what they're talking about is, you know, cutting programs uh, for child care, Head Start. 1.2 million women, infant, and children would go off of nutritional assistance. 200,000 Head Start spots would be lost disqualifying 100,000 uh, children from child care assistance, um, no more food stamps, exacerbating that, and cutting rental assistance for 640,000 families. So that's what, what we're up against. And um, Biden's got a gun to his head, and he's going to have to uh, do something, and it's a question of right. how bad it's going to get.
0: Right, and, and you know, the thing that always cracks me up about this is that there are literally billions of dollars that are being handed out in government subsidies to some of the wealthiest corporations, including uh, the corn industry, the dairy industry, the beef industry, the, uh, the wheat industry, uh, the list goes on. And, and so billions of dollars are being handed out to some of the wealthiest corporations, but yet, they're looking at cutting programs to the poorest. It just boggles the mind.
1: Well, it's the old uh, problem with money talks. I mean, that's what what they have. They, they have the carried interest on Wall Street, which is uh, where you don't pay taxes at, like everybody else at, at the same rates you pay at a, a reduced rate. And it, it really only is, is to the advantage of a very small number of people, but... They have so much money that uh, no one will, it's not even brought up by the Democrats or Republicans because they give money to both parties. You know, they're equal contributors, right. and so they're not going to touch them. Same thing with the oil industry, the intangible drilling cost deduction, uh, that's been around forever. There's no reason to have it, um, but nobody's going to touch the oil industry. So, you don't touch the securities industry, you don't touch the the oil industry. You know what are you going to you're going to start to touch? You're not going to uh, touch agriculture. You're not going to touch these other industries because all this pork has been built into the system, and all these tax breaks have been built into the system. And these are the people that contribute money. And once you, you came, you allowed black money with Citizens United to come in. You know where you don't know who's contributing. the amount is just astronomical uh, for both sides. <clears throat> Right. So we're we're at our you know everybody's at their wits end as to what to do, and so the the only thing they can do is if you cut across the board, you you won't you won't change the tax system for the wealthy. It'll still be whatever it is. They're, they're not going to raise the rates anymore, and they're not going to raise the uh, subsidies lower the subsidies for. Uh, for the uh, the industries, so that this is where we're stuck, and we continue to go into debt. So the people that will suffer, of course, are the people at the low end because they're the ones that it hits their pocketbook. You know, it's right, not right. going to affect everybody else, and and so here we are. We're 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 stuck with this, and there's there's no place to go. And now, it, it, on top of this. We have these uh, child labor laws, in, you know, 10 states oh, yeah, already. Let's talk
0: about these child labor laws because this is just talk about crazy. Go ahead and explain what's going on.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, why is it happening? Let's just start there. You know, with, with the inability of the government to issue work permits to people at the border, and there's a lot of them, you see these uh, potential. Uh, workers at the at the border and they say well why are you here i want a job better job i want to send money home i want to you know help my family and uh so but no we have these immigration laws and for reasons unknown they they won't give out work permits for for these industries where where people don't want to work I mean, how many people are running around looking for, uh, uh, you know, in the cities, dishwashing jobs or the lumber business or uh, cleaning up slaughterhouses at at, uh, at midnight or industrial uh, waste uh, cleanups? I mean, there's jobs out there, agricultural jobs, backbreaking jobs that no one wants. So because they can't get uh, give out work permits or don't give out work permits, To um, people at the border, and that you know, let's let's be clear: a work permit is not a a road to to citizenship, and so people shouldn't worry about the fact that they're giving out work permits to people uh, that they you know the uh, Caucasians are going to lose their uh, majority. It's it's not the case; they lose their job, they go home. And so, it, and it's it's that simple. But no, they're not well, going to they're not going to do that.
0: And, and so the what, other benefit, the other benefit to a work permit is now you're able. These people are in the system; they're trackable. They're, they're, <laughs> they, they, there's there's a little there's information on who is in, uh, who's coming over to work, and I think that's important.
1: I think it. And, yeah, and, yeah, of course. Go ahead. You know, it's it's not only that they end up. It's not uh, dark. You know, it's not money off the off the books. It's on the books, right. and they they take withholding. They pay taxes. They they have a paycheck, and uh, it's not it's not cash and carry for these people because they have the work permit. They lose their job. They go home, and right. and, it, and it's it seems like it's worked for a long time. Immigrants that have always done the tough jobs in, the, in this country, and, and there's no reason to stop now except for this uh, xenophobic uh, insanity that uh, these people are, are, are not going to be good citizens. I mean, you know, of course, there's, there's bad apples all around. You can give examples, but these are onesies and twosies compared to the people that want to come over and work and, and, uh, and make life better at, at where they live for their families they left behind. But instead right. of this, we, we're faced with these child labor laws, and it's across the country. Ten states have have already act, re, uh, acted enacted bills, um, you know, in favor of child labor law. You know, it, it, this is this is not good. Yeah, and, and so, uh, so
0: explain explain what these changes are because I think this is this is a substantial change. This is something that on the surface, I think will hurt families, but give, but why don't you explain Yeah.
1: Okay, you're breaking up a little bit, Bert, but yeah, uh, if you can hear me. Um, yeah. These tens, okay, good. Uh, ten states um, have um, proposed or passed legislation to roll back child labor laws uh, during the last two years. Let's start and go down the list. Arkansas passed legislation in 2023 to eliminate age verification and parental consent to work. Iowa passed a bill to lower the minimum age of uh, child care staff. Um, Iowa also uh, majority uh, passed a broader bill that enables minors to work in hazardous occupations. These are the slaughterhouse bills where they work at night uh, cleaning up and, you know, they, and extended their uh, work hours, what are the chances of these kids going to school and getting an education? When you work 12, midnight to, to 8 a.m., you're not going to be going to school the next day. So right. they've taken them out of the education system. It's very cruel what they've done to these children. And, uh, and unfortunately, these laws passed because, uh, the Republicans and management control these state legislatures across the country. Um, and so there's this nationwide redefinition of childhood in the United States, and it's pushing it lower lower and lower. Uh, you become an adult now for work purposes at 14. New, and it's not just the South. New Jersey and New Hampshire passed child labor laws to roll back child labor protection. Missouri recently enacted an amendment uh, that would expand work hours for minors. And additional legislation to relax child labor laws have been introduced in Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, Ohio, South Dakota. So in, in Maine and Virginia, they want to take the age down from uh, 17 to 14 to define what children are. So if you're 14, you're no longer a child. and. So this is what we what we can we're up against, and this is where we're headed, and there's no stopping it. And so it, it, since they, the there's a lack of of, of people that are that want to work these jobs, they turn to children, and this yeah. is we'll, and we will pay the price of an uneducated uh, uh, workforce of, of children out there that have no uh, education and. Uh, and or just have menial skills and uh, you know we, I don't know where we go from there, but we this seems to be what I would call a race to the bottom
0: yeah well and 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 so 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 we have again a situation where uh, it, instead of big labor raising the minimum wage to entice adult workers. They figured out, hey, if we reduce or redefine the child labor laws, we don't have to raise our, our, our minimum wage, and we're going to attract people that don't know any better. And if, if you're if you're if you're struggling financially, uh, you know, you're going to be enticed to go to to give up education to go to work for the now.
1: Yeah, sure. To help feed your family, uh, these kids are going to go to work. And and to add insult to injury, they've now created in some of these states what's called a sub-minimum wage for children. So if you're 14 to 17, yeah, you, you, uh, they have a waiver, a local waiver for minimum wage. So instead of making um, $15 an hour, or in the federal minimum wage is $7.20, they take it down. So you'll be making $4 an hour. So you know now, so you have to work uh, twice as long to make uh, as much as someone uh, 18 and over. So there's right. really this uh management aid um that they're they're passing to get around the fact that they can't hire um uh, uh, immigrants at the you know from the border because the work permits aren't there there's an easy fix for it give give the people at the border work permits put them to work give them a job and uh if they don't perform and then at that point in time they need to go home and right. uh, it's easily enforceable because you can track them in, in the system. They're part of the system. There's no nobody will be, and there'll be no more illegal immigration anymore. It won't exist because the, the people will come here and just line up for the work. That's all they want to do it, right. is work. Because you look, you just see who's at the border. It's all of these, uh, uh, you know, eighteen, mostly eighteen to twenty-four uh, something men looking for a job in you know, construction industry and in the agricultural industry and in the manufacturing industry that nobody else wants to take instead of children.
0: And, and by the way, we're not saying that working in a slaughterhouse or working in construction or working in any of these jobs is, is not a, a good job or, or a honest, uh, working situation. What, what, what we find offensive is that you're targeting 14, 15, 16-year-olds. Uh, and just like, just like the tobacco industry was targeting young people, and the government stepped in and said, hey, you can't do that. That is unconscionable that you would target young people. Now we have the labor system doing the same thing. And because these young people are so susceptible, they are going to give up going to high school. They are going to give up going to college. Most of them will. And like you mentioned, we're going to have this very ignorant workforce that are going to have no options in life other than to have these mini, the, these lower paying jobs.
1: Yeah, and and you know, work is in the computer age which we're in, or in the AI age which we're starting to to be in. You you have to have more uh, more education. You have to be more uh, proficient in computers. So there's... There's just going to be a, a you know less and less uh, people in that part of the workforce to begin with, because you, you're sure. going to need less people to do more jobs um, that are uh, would otherwise require uh, persons. You know, just just picture the in the past the typing polls of of. of uh, person's uh women typing to get out paperwork and that that doesn't exist or even the telephone they used to have hand you know held um switches uh, switches to to hook you up none of these things exist anymore and we're you know we're going to go into a new age where you can talk to AI and tell them what you want um I just heard on you on know, the way in uh today um AI in um is, is you can do uh, with Adobe Photoshop uh, shop that people do. Now you can do which it, some of it with background and things you want to do and how you want to make people look would take hours and hours of, of photos, uh, uh, shopping to make to work. They can do it with AI in two minutes.
0: Right, right. So and how, by the way, also, I want to interject. People. Yeah, I'm sorry. I also want to interject this. Look. The other thing that's going on besides AI is you have the robotic industry. So I, I think within the next five, maybe 10 years, a lot of these like slaughterhouses will have more and more automation, more robots because it's the same work repeated over and over again. You got places like McDonald's and some other burger joints that are now uh, using robots to make hamburgers. So, so the way I look at it is, you're going to have this uh, this generation of people who didn't finish high school or didn't, you know, didn't go on to higher education, and then in five or ten years they're going to be let go because they're going to be replaced by a robot, and so the job that they sacrificed for their education is no longer going to support them.
1: Yeah, the only thing competing against the robot now is these lower wages, because they're right. taking it down to such a level that it doesn't make sense to switch over to robotics when you can hire somebody at 50% of the minimum wage. So, you know, it's it's delaying that 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 inevitability of of robotics that we will eventually see and I I agree with you on it. It's um it's going to be that kind of world, but you still need the people to run the robots and to manufacture robots and do the programming, but you know, he, he, you're in a different world, and you you need different sophistication. They had a AI just this morning um, had a uh, earlier showed a an explosion outside the Pentagon, but it was all AI. But news organizations picked it up, and for some minutes there, the uh, you know the stock market went down because they thought there was an attack on the Pentagon. So this is the kind of crazy stuff that AI can do, and that needs regulation. They're asking for regulation, but that's that's an, another point of it is there are there are people out there that that need these jobs, you know, yep. that and they need to have a fair wage and health care and insurance and and um, other protection and pay into social security and pay into Medicare and. But they're not getting it because they're, they're, there's children competing for these jobs, fourteen year olds that'll work at a sub minimum wage. And so that's what we have to protect against, but the the majority in the most state houses and uh the, are Republicans and uh pro management and in our adversary system they're gonna vote for their constituency, unfortunately. And um, there's no changing it except with with a vote. And it, right now they have brainwashed the um, lower end of the labor force to believe that that their best interest is with Republicans and management too, when nothing could be further from the truth.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, again, uh, this is this is something. Um, uh, that has been around for a while. When I when, let me clarify what I'm talking about. So, back in the what uh, 30s and 40s, there are pictures. There's a history of of, of young children um, being chained to dangerous machines and expected to work all day for pennies. And so we're we're not necessarily going back to that horrible situation, but this is the same thing. They're, they're,
1: we're not. Yeah, we're not far from it.
0: Right, and so you're enticing the most uh, vulnerable families with, again, with, with money for a quick fix, and hmm. and and it's gonna. It, bottom line is whether it happens in five years or ten years or fifteen years, sooner or later, these jobs are going to change dramatically, and they're not going to. You know, these people are going to be out. They're, they're not going even. Some of them aren't are, are not even going to finish. High school, and they're going to they're going to be hurting. You're going to have, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to it's going to wipe out generations.
1: Yeah, it will. And um, you know, the, the frightening thing is, is that right now the um, crazy radicals um, are with the Republicans. Um, if, if it turns out that they switch over, and you know, we've had it before on the left, we've had it on the right. But when you end up with a disgruntled group of people and they start to become radicalized, I mean it could easily be a labor force that that takes over like they they you know it's happened in the past in russia and, and Germany and other countries where you have these uh, fascists come in and take over the over the, the uh, country because there's so many disgruntled people out there so I think everybody it's it's a little scary for me, but that's why i I keep preaching the fact that we need to take care of our citizens and be be careful what we do because, you know, when you have the power, um, the scariest thing to do is, is, a, is a group of people that are out of power and come into power, and ultimately the ones that come into power do the same, same awful things that the ones that were out of power, uh, that were previously in power do. So it's not like they anybody learns from their mis- the others mistakes. They just add to it, and that's the scary part of it. Where we're we going to end up? But this is out of control when you start putting children into your workforce over immigrants who uh, are able bodied and can do it, and let the kids go to school and get an education, and so they'll be in the in the workforce that you need for the twenty first century.
0: Right. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I could be completely misquoting President Ronald Reagan. uh, So I remember him saying something along the line that some of the worst things he's ever heard is, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. (laughs) And, you know, we have to look at what's best for us. And you vote accordingly. You know, you're a big proponent of, 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 of voting for your best interest, following the money. And and it's it's amazing to me how many people don't get that. Look, if you're a if if you're the CEO of a multi-billion-dollar corporation, you're going to vote completely different than you're if, if you're in the working class because you have two different interests. And and people need to wake up to find out what's going to best serve me.
1: That's what they do, and what's going to best serve their family and their children and everything that is happening now from the debt ceiling debate to child labor laws is happening pro-management, and uh, you don't hear a lot in the system about pro-labor. we just, you know, right. we've passed some bills. Uh, we're trying to get more jobs. We're trying to bring home semiconductor manufacturing. We're trying to bring home some some uh, manufacturing that was, wasn't there before and build some uh, EU... Uh, uh, enter, you know electric car uh, charging stations, but this is all in process, and these are good jobs, and, and uh, anything that's, when you're building stuff is good, because you can put people to work. But you don't right. want to be putting children to work.
0: No. Not, you know, and, and by the way, this might, these jobs might be great during the summer, but you definitely don't want to take their future away from them, and I believe that that's what's going to happen. Uh, you've already kind of, you know, we've kind of already talked about that. It, it will rob their future because, yes, they're going to feel as though they're making big money because they're making whatever ten bucks an hour, and to a fifteen-year-old, that that might seem like a lot. But we all know that, you know, again, we all know that that isn't that much money, and 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 you cannot uh, uh, you cannot sacrifice your future for you know four or five hundred dollars a week.
1: Right, you know, they need to, to to go to school and have the opportunity, just like everyone else, to get a good education and and get a good paying job.
0: Absolutely, Norm. We're out of time. I want to thank you so much for stopping by. Looking forward to have you back again, my friend.
1: All right, Bert. Always a pleasure. Take care.
0: You back. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal is a uh, uh, attorney, a lawyer, that protects consumers and workers like you and I. Uh, if you have questions. Reach out to Norm. He'd be glad to point you in the right direction or answer your questions at BAM Law CA. That's BAM Law CA. If you agree with us, let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know. I'd love to hear your comments for and against what we're talking about. Uh, and let's share this episode. Let's share this episode with everyone we know. Uh, let's get a discussion going, not an argument, a discussion. Is there a better solution than putting children to work? Uh, Let me know. Let me know what you think. And, again, share this episode. Remember, you were created to succeed. It's time for Money for Lunch. Let's try that again. You were created to succeed. (laughs) Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.